Hello, and welcome to the Parental Advisory Movie Podcast. We are your hosts, Jeff Hall and Patrick Terry. We're two dads with a love for movies. Join us as we discuss movies we have seen with our kids, as well as movies we have seen without them. Ha, 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 ha. All right, <laughs> that's that's my best impression of Echoes in the Cave. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, Echoes in the Cave. I saw them once uh, touring with Blind Melon. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Patrick. How's it going? <laughs> Good, Jeff. How are you? <laughs> oh, we're off to an amazing start already, man. Oh, yeah. But a uh, fun episode. Well, I won't say fun, but um, and here we have an interesting collection of movies <laughs> to discuss today. A double bill that will never see the light of day at a drive-in. <laughs> together. No. Not together. No. Not at all. No. But we've got... <laughs> if so, I want to speak to the manager. <laughs> right. Would be my first word. I'm like, mm-mm. Oop. How did this happen? <laughs> yeah. Oh, bless. <sighs> Very good. Yeah, so far. I think I'll have, have probably about six months of PTSD. <laughs> yeah, with my OPP pills at home. <laughs> Man. Oh, goodness. What's new, my friend? <laughs> um, Not too much, really. And then a uh, question from last week as far as the kids' last day of school. Yeah. How's last day is actually today. Boom, boom. They have a... Uh, Short day to pick up report cards and say goodbye to your classmates and teachers. And yeah, that's it. And then she's got a birthday next Tuesday. Be 16. And I'm have a junior. Man. Man. It's wild. Like, yeah. No. Time go? <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh. Um, I mean, yeah. Uh, both my kids, their last day is Thursday, and they both have a half day. Mm-hmm. And then Grayson will be in second grade, and York will be in sixth grade. I mean, if you think about when we first started this, you know, you know we talked, kind of brushed upon this last week. Yeah. You know, Grayson was in pre-K or kindergarten. No pre-K. She was in pre-K. Yeah. And now she's going in second grade, and York was in like fourth grade, third grade, third, fourth grade. I'm trying to do math. Um, <laughs> and now we're here. I mean, yeah. now we're. Uh, oh, then um, my niece started her pre-K today. I guess and she'll start in the fall like regular. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So seeing how that goes. Is, they tried it before, but that's kind of when COVID was going on. So they kept her out. So they're going to try again. Okay. So far, no calls from the school. So she's, hey. she's doing okay. <laughs> Indeed. Awesome. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. exciting. When I heard Heck yeah. excited. Yeah. <clears throat> so York's happy that school's coming to an end. And Grayson, because she's she's extra and she's loved school this entire year. Yeah. Loved it. I mean, she liked kindergarten, but she loved school this year. She hated when her she was sad when her substi- when she had a substitute because she missed her teacher. Yeah. She was sad when she didn't get homework one week. <laughs> God bless her. <laughs> And now she's sad because she she 
she doesn't want school to end because she because uh, she really loves her teacher. Yeah. And really loves, you know, her, you know, just learning and stuff. But she's happy because she can go swimming with her friend. So that's the good why she's happy the school's out. Yeah. All right. <laughs> you know, small things. But yeah. she doesn't want to go to second grade and have a new teacher. She wants just her teacher. I said, well, you'll probably think that with your second grade teacher, too. Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> but she re- she's really loved her first grade teacher, though. That's awesome. Do you remember your first grade teacher? Uh, only because she helped me figure out math. <laughs> Mr. Okay. Yeah, because I was having okay. trouble with math. And then she finally sat me down and took me through the steps. And I never mm-hmm. had a problem with math from that day. <laughs> God, I needed your teacher then. <laughs> yeah. I was good up until about fifth or sixth grade, sixth grade, mm-hmm. good up until about sixth grade. And then I started having issues and then it just been, it's been the downhill, the, the downhill of a roller coaster ever since. Yeah. I mean, cause so. basically like when I got to high school, just, I just kind of followed what the teacher did, like whatever problems she put up, mm-hmm. I just plugged in whatever problems I had for what she did and just followed the pattern. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Hey. I'm glad that worked for you. That never worked for me. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, what the hell, man? I'm still getting the wrong answer. <laughs> what am I doing wrong? Yeah. Just. Yeah. Well, um, mine was Mrs. Metcalf. We had just moved to Dallas from Kansas City, so we went into school and before school actually started. Uh, and I got, I remember she was still decorating the room. So this yeah. is 1984. Funnier. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and I remember meeting her for the first time. I remember many a tornado drill out in the hallway with our heads down. <laughs> because, you know, yeah. Texas. Texas and Tornado Alley. So. I think we did the same thing. Hit. I'm like, how's this helping us? <laughs> Just, you know, from one room to another. Yeah. It's a interior hallway because you can't fit everybody in the bathroom. Right. Plus... Nobody would want to crouch down on any of the bath- boys' bathrooms. Just, mm-hmm. no. <laughs> no. Not, not, not with the boys that, you know, in our class that were having peeing, because they had the really tall urinals. urinals. Yeah. So they would have peeing contests, see how far they could stand back <laughs> still reach the urinal. This is boys, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. If you don't have any or weren't one, this unfortunately is what six-year-olds were doing in school and probably still are to be honest it's possible <laughs> yeah so and this is also why i was taking longer for the boys line to get done <laughs> you know contests yeah. with no reward other than bragging rights i guess <laughs> if you want to brag about it <clears throat> yeah i mean yeah. and six-year-olds do i mean yeah. that's the kind of stuff they're gonna brag about that's true <clears throat> either the longest burp or like the loudest fart <clears throat> or yeah. You know, the longest peace trip. Oh, so. Distance. <laughs> yep. Oh, bless. Yeah. And. Yeah. And York and Mrs. Chavez, who drove a must, uh, Mustang convertible. So. A white Mustang convertible. She was really sweet. Awesome. York loved her. She loved him. <clears throat> but, yeah, it's crazy that school's already about to be out. So. Yeah. It seems like we just got back from spring break. Yeah, time I mean, is just, just like gone. A snap gone. into the year. Yeah. <laughs> yep. 
Now we're here. So uh, this week, nothing much. We So we got the, uh, for those that have a Nintendo Switch, they finally came out with a sports game, Nintendo Switch Sports, mm-hmm. which if you had a Wii and played the Wii Sports uh, game and the Wii Sports Resorts, yeah, my kids absolutely love it. Love that one. We did. We've had more more Wii family nights playing bowling and stuff like that, and they, I mean, they love it. So I was really bummed when I was trying to when we first got a Switch. I was trying to find a game like that. Could not really find anything similar. Right. It sounds some kind of I don't want to say knockoffs, but it's they're like board game games, and then a couple kind of similar, but you had to use it like. Like a regular controller, not like a Wii controller where you're Motion. actually doing long motions and stuff. Yeah. So they finally released it, I think, two weeks ago. So I was, I mean, I, man, I had that as soon as it came out, I had it ready to go to go pick up and everything. Cause, yeah. And, you know, Grayson had fun. And then York finally got around to playing it this past weekend. And he has been nonstop ever since. Cause now, you can not only can you play with each other, but you could also play with people on the line, you know, in other right. countries and stuff. <clears throat> and when you play against other people and win, you get like points or whatever. And after you get up to a hundred, you're it. There's certain category, uh, specific categories like a ninja, a soccer, a recreational section, and it has different choices that you can uh, that are randomly selected actually. And then it, whatever you get, that could be used for your character, either to dress them up or change a feature or even um, change a name. Like uh, you're, you're allowed to choose like two different name functions yeah. and then your actual name. Uh, descriptives. There we go. So like mine's formerly former alias, former alias uh, Michael Scarn from Threat Level Midnight from The Office. Um or M Scar because you can't fit Michael Scar. Anyways, that's mine. York's is Dog Dog. No, his was like Dog Dog something. Or Dog Dog Yoshi. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. And then he changed it. Now it's just Small Boy. B-O-I. And he, and as he put it, because he got the full ninja outfit because he played that much. He says, he's like, oh, daddy, look, I got the drip. The drip is now with me. You can't stop this drip. And so he so he's playing badminton he's playing volleyball and you know some bowling but mainly volleyball and uh and some soccer yeah he's like oh i'm too drippy for this and i'm like i you know i was texting one of our one of our friends i said i said i'm about to ban this word from our house if you keep <laughs> it. i said it's like a it's like when a kid learns a new curse word yeah <laughs> whether they and had uses it as much as possible, whether it is used appropriately or not. Yeah. And, but I said, this is what's going on in our house right now, (laughs) which there's worse things, but uh, (laughs) I just need him to be done. He hasn't said the drip is strong with me and said that (laughs) he may have actually, I ain't going to lie. I ain't going to lie. So yeah, it's, but they're having a blast and Yesterday, Grace and I were playing badminton, mm-hmm. and I went up to go. I swung up, and then as I was coming down, I didn't realize how close I was, and I whacked Grayson in the back of the head. Ooh. I was like, "Oh!" 
Too, and I felt too, horrible. Like, I felt too immersive. Hor- <laughs> yeah, yeah. I felt horrible about it. Yeah. <clears throat> so we had to give our knives back and everything. And hey. Yeah, it was it was a thing, but uh, and it wasn't because she was beating me. I promise. <laughs> and I needed. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I wasn't trying to. Go, I wasn't trying to go all tar- Tanya, Tanya Harding on her, but it, <laughs> she, you know, I felt terrible though. It's like oh. Well, and it wouldn't have been that bad, except Friday when I dropped her off at school. It, we were kind of on a little bit of an incline, so she yeah. opened the door, so she went to grab the door frame to get out, and the door swung back and closed on her hand. Yeah, so I had to get her hand out. Mind you, they're rushing all these kids out, yeah. and I'm trying to give her hugs and trying to make her feel better, and the teacher's, like, coming up, and I'm like, it's like, we need to go. It's like, okay, she just got her hand caught in the door. Yeah. Like, oh no, do you want to want me to walk you to the print, you know, to the office and get you a nice pack? She's like, Yeah, I was like, okay. And I was like, Are you gonna be okay? Yeah. And she's like, nodding, yes. She just needs some eyes. So I mean, no big deal. She just only had her spring recital on Saturday. <laughs> so hey. I was like, oh, God, that's this sucks. This is gonna I'm gonna be in trouble for something yeah. that's not my fault. <laughs> um but yeah, she so Ruth checked on her, you know, emailed her teacher and checked on her midday and everything was fine. So, <clears throat> but she still wanted an ice pack when she got home, I guess, yeah. to be sure I felt bad about it. I don't know. <laughs> <clears throat> Gravity is a pain in the ass sometimes. True. So, but she's good. She's good. Saturday, she had a spring recital. Went smoothly. She loved it. Looked awesome. Was amazing. It was good to see her in the front for a, for a change. Because, yeah. you know, and at her former studio and they'd have their like small groups and even the line, she'd always be in the back. The tiniest person in the class, you know, out of 40 kids and she's in the back where you can't see her. Yeah. But now she's in the front. She even won an award Friday night. She won an award uh, for best acro student. So out of, you know, the two that were nominated, they didn't even yeah. I think they had three, but one was a no show. But out of the three that were nominated, she was the one out of I forgot how many kids um, that got the award for best acro dancer. So, congratulations nice. to her for that, and not getting Congrats. an award for being and not being getting an award for being cute as a button. Yeah, <laughs> which is what she got three years running. So, just saying. That's good. She, I mean, she's undefeated, but still, that's kind of a BS award. Great. Kind of a BS award. This one's yeah. actually for, for talent. It's so. kind of like a it's kind of like a participation <clears throat> award. Pretty much, more yeah. or less. So now she got one for she got her one actual for skills. Yep, for recognize her actual skills. So better place. And the recital was good. Some great dancers, uh, especially in the older kids that I use, you know we don't get to see. So it's good times. And then York and his mom went to the National Soccer Club soccer game. They had not one, but two rain delays. <laughs> and then yeah. by almost nine o'clock, they're like, yeah, we're going home. <laughs> so, wow. They played 18 minutes, I think. So, and that was it. Yeah, it did rain. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it was a little thorn, storm, lightning and all that. And like, I was worried about that last night because I was taking Kyla home, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, it rained a little on the way. And then we got kind of to a clearing and I dropped her off. When I was headed back, probably a good 10, 15 minutes of rain, kind of heavy at times. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, I'm out kind of driving this long little country road. I'm like, yep. 
I was I was a little nervous for the first yeah. time because I was going down some hills and I'm like, man, please nobody drive crazy. But, or a deer or a deer jump on out. That too. <clears throat> yeah. I was even thinking about that last night when I was driving to and from the movie. I was like, oh, God. Well, yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Just because I'd already seen two dead deer previously that day. So I'm like on the side of the road. I'm like, not in the same area, but still. Yeah. I'm like, uh, and it's kind of cool outside. And so they're going to be out. True. I was like, shit. <laughs> I was like, please don't jump out. Please don't jump out. So, it's so random. It is. So. I think word's gotten out about uh, what happens to to deer when they get in front of my car. Nothing good happens. I've got at least two, possibly two or three deer that can would be able to speak to that if they were still living. R.I.P. Above, like yeah, he's telling the truth. Yep, yep. He ain't lying. (laughs) His reputation precedes him. (laughs) All right. uh, other than that, we've had a, you know, a, other than a couple injuries. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're all good. Family's good. We're enjoying the kind of cool off from our 90 degree weather. The roost plants outside are appreciating it. They're appreciating the rain and uh, a little bit of cooler weather to help kind of make them blossom and not wilt. So, um, we, have you watched anything TV wise? I finished Halo. Did you? No, I got about halfway through episode eight. Then they started doing the little lovey dovey. I'm like, so I stop. <laughs> I'll get back to it this week. I'm just like, I don't want to see. Don't that. no rush. Just yeah. let you know. Yeah. So I'll it's probably... fine. And episode nine's fine. It's just yeah. fine. It's fine. I did finish um, Atlanta. They had ten episodes. So okay. I finished that. The season was different. <laughs> I'll just say that much. It was different. And I've read some people's reviews on it and thoughts, and it's kind of divided. Some loved it because it's it's not like your typical season where they follow the main cast. Like they're probably there four or five episodes, and you have four or five episodes that are focused on something else. And um, I don't know. I liked it. They took. They kinda, you, think, you think they might be trying to transition away from the main cast, so the main cast can move on to do other projects. Because they're all yeah, three in movies, you know. And that might be why they did it that way, because they didn't have a lot of time, so. And they could transition to these other characters, and then next season maybe do it more, or just the main cast has moved on, and this is your new main cast. Well, the, the stories that they kind of focused on were kind of, looked like they were more one-off type things. Okay. Like, I yeah. don't know if they would continue, even though the last episode had a picture at the very end of a character that appeared in an early episode, so. Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't know. I kind of want to go back and watch it all together yeah. to see how it all ties in. Okay. But, yeah, it's like one of the characters, like, from the first two seasons, the difference was Donald Glover's character was trying to get it together. He seemed like he couldn't, and everybody else had it together. This season seemed like the other two were kind of figuring things out while he's the one that had it all together. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, I watched Candy on Hulu. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, five episodes, five one hour ish episodes, uh, starring Jessica Biel, Melanie Linsky, who's one of my favorite character actors, uh, Master Chief himself, Pablo Schreiber, and uh, Timothy Simmons. If you've watched Veep or 
other shows. He's another character actor you've seen in a lot of things. And you just can't figure out where. Yeah. Um, basically, it's based on a true story. It's kind of heavy on the based. Uh, Candy Montgomery is a 1980s housewife and mother who did everything right. But when the pressure of conformity builds within her, her actions scream for just a bit of freedom. It's so until someone tells her to shush with deadly results. Basically, she has an affair. That's what happens with one of the neighbors. Husbands. One of the neighbor's husbands. I feel like any more I kind of probably need to specify. Um, And things then turn deadly after that. And then it's about the court trial and then everything else. I thought it was very interesting to watch. Uh, They did an amazing job with everything from hair and makeup to costumes to set design to incorporating things that were actually going on during that time period. Mm -hmm. Because like one of the things in the first episode is that Candy and her husband, Pat, take their kids to go see The Empire Strikes Back for the first time in the theater because it had just come out. So it kind of helps you date when this all occurred and everything. So it's like, okay. And then obviously them talking about it afterwards is pretty interesting. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Jessica Biel lights out in this. Melanie Linsky also lights out. Pavel Schreiber still love him. I liked him better in this than in Halo. This is, you know, it's one of those one for them, one for him. <laughs> yeah. Type of things. Uh, Gets to show a little more range for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Now he was he was good in this. I I, I really liked it. So for sure, it's it's worth checking out. Again, it's only five episodes. It's on Hulu. You know, it's it's a it's really kind of crazy. That in the ending's crazy, not in the same kind of way. Our future presentation's kind of crazy. But yeah. <laughs> just like, wow, seriously, this happened? Yeah. I was like, hmm. It's just interesting with the evidence that was presented during the jury trial and really what all they were actually able to obtain in the 80s as far as their, you know, as far as where they were technology, technologically in the forensic department. Right. The amount of evidence they were able to collect. <laughs> It was, you know, pretty interesting. Um, yeah, I ended up looking up because I was like, it takes place in the suburb of Dallas, kind of closer to, in northern part, kind of by closer to Mesquite, but in like a very small suburb. Yeah, even smaller than the suburb I lived in in the southwest part of Dallas. Um, so I was curious because that was right around the time we were getting ready to move there. You know, oddly enough, uh, actually it was right after because it was uh, fall of '84. So we moved to summer of 84. So it's pretty interesting um, to, uh, to follow that. So I would definitely check it out. It's a, uh, it's very interesting. So, and uh, I watched the, you know, they're not finished Halo. It's a Pablo Schreiber TV kind of day, I guess, or kind of week. Um, yeah. yeah, it was fine. I'm just going to say Halo was fine. I, Liked how they were. What I've liked about the show is how they've been able to incorporate stuff from the game into the movie. 
so that I now actually understand. So now when I play the game, I'm like, oh, I know what this is because I remember now seeing this in the show, in the yeah. TV show. So, uh, but everything else, it's just kind of there. Um, I'm not really. If they do a second season, will I watch it? Probably, but to me, this held my interest kind of like the same way kind of like Game of Thrones held my interest. Mm-hmm. Um, where I watched it more for the pop culture aspect of it, but not because I actually like those type of shows. Does that make sense? Like I want to watch it because I want to stay up to date on current pop culture, not because I actually am into like dragons and yeah, and all that's you know and that sort of fantasy type, not my style of fantasy that I like. Um, but I'll you know, but I watch it because I want to stay on top of what's going on pop culture wise and i'm not saying that it's bad it's just you know like as we've often discussed just not for me yeah so but that's kind of what i feel like halo is it's probably just not for me um yeah so that's kind of where we're at <sighs> yep you ready to get into our feature sure i've put on my sure. per- I've got my for those because it's an audio medium. I have my professor professorial professorial. There we go. That's a word. <laughs> Glasses on to try and sound educated while I talk about this movie <laughs> and our director, our writer director. Um. So <laughs> this week's feature presentation is our is our men. Is men, is men, is the movie men. There we go. Eight twenty four is men. There you go. It's their men. Uh, yeah, it's their men. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, before I get into this, this is what I was going to tell you about. This morning, uh, while I was waiting for, sitting in the car rider line for Grayson, in the carpool group that York's in, uh, text chain, I asked. I said, okay. That's, I mentioned, I said, okay, we're going to talk about the movie Men today on the podcast. Is the correct phrasing men is disturbing or men are disturbing? <laughs> In referring to this movie. So one, one person said it would be, quote, men is disturbing, end quote, because you're talking about a singular movie, even though it has a plural title. Another one is, if it's the title, then it's singular and, quote, is. Uh, then someone else said, according to formal grammar, according to formal grammar, grammar rules, I think it would be men, but common grammar rules allow for tweaking usage when proper rules are awkward or create confusion. But proper grammar rules, like proper table etiquette, are just an inherently racist and classist construct <laughs> designed to separate the people who know the rules from the people who don't. That escalated quickly. Yeah. <laughs> wow. All right. I said, okay. I said, it's hurting my brain much like the movie did. I said, A24 movies are trying to break me. I said, thankfully, thankfully, we are not a classy podcast. We are barely even, quote, professional. <laughs> <laughs> Just calling it Man, like it is. In a way, I would uh, say for this movie, is and are would probably both apply. <laughs> yeah. Is her? Is her? Is her? Is her? <laughs> It is apostrophe R-E. <laughs> is there? And is there? <laughs> yeah. So that I, I felt like I, I I needed to share 
our uh, our conversation that because it's true. I mean, because it's funny because you're trying because I'm one of those people and I'm and it, you know I was talking about talking with you about this earlier and anybody that knows me knows that I'm one of those people that that text and complete sentences and punctuation. Mm-hmm. If I need a comma, I'll put a comma. Like I I I can't just text short things and like inact you know, like in, uh, improper grammar or spelling. Yeah. Like I can't say woulda or would you. It's would you and you know or and stuff like that. I can't do I I can't do slang. It's hard for me to do slang. Like yeah. Just unless I'm putting it in quotes or trying to be ridiculous, you know. Right. But otherwise I don't do it just as a natural everyday thing. So when I'm trying to talk about this movie and I'm thinking, I was thinking about it. I'm like, we saw the movie men or we saw men or that just sounds, it still kind of sounds weird. There's, and like we discussed, you know, earlier when we were talking about going to see it, that there's going to be no good, easy way to get around this, not to sound somewhat. (laughs) Somebody was asking me that Friday. It's like, so you seen anything recently? It's like, yeah, I wouldn't watch A24's Men. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Which still sounds... It's still weird. You watched A24's Men do what? Yeah. <laughs> Make a uh, movie? That's... I watched the movie Men. <laughs> By A24. Yeah. Like... <laughs> yeah. So, I know... What was it? Um, Somebody was asking about nudity. Yeah. Because he went to see Jackass. Oh, you yeah. weren't expecting the opening. It's like that was that was a bit much. And I said, Well, there's there's a little bit of that in this too. So if you don't if you weren't happy about seeing that, you're gonna see it here. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I said I give you a whole so why don't you give me a heads up? I'm like, I mean I didn't want to ruin it. Yeah. <laughs> that that right. yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'll right, give right. you a heads up on this one. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's different. <laughs> well, and here's the difference, okay? So Jackass is you know, it's like Buster Keaton slapstick kind of, you know, slapstick humor. Just it's falls, jumps, you know, it's falls in things that happen to your body and that shouldn't be happening to your body. This is Hmm. more art. It's well, no, it's, it's more art. It's, it's art. So when you see it, it's not to be presented as obscene. It's present. Presented to be as part of the art that is the film, as opposed to Jackass the movie. It's not literally is, in your face. <laughs> yeah. So this is how I, you know, some people use movie and film interchangeably, and I do sometimes. But when I try and talk about a movie, if I know it's going to be kind of, you know, it's, this is not a technical term, but we'll just say an artsy fartsy movie. <laughs> this is kind of an artsy fartsy movie, but. I also refer to those as films because they're trying to be a work of art as a moving picture. Whereas some are just trying to be entertaining, which are a movie. That's how I kind of differentiate between the two. Now, are they both films? Yes, obviously. But when I when speaking about what kind they are, this yeah. is a film because it's a it's an it's a form of art. Jackass is a movie. Now, that's not to get into this big whole, well, so what you're saying, all these different things that they're doing isn't art? Well, compared to this, yes, I'm saying it's not art compared to this. Now, yeah. this movie is all over the place, but in in 
the movie with film elements. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, there's a lot of beautiful things in this movie. Jackass is just funny and ridiculous, yeah. and stupid. I did watch. I'm not even. Gonna, I'm just briefly going to say I watched 4.5 on Netflix, and I like the the point fives because they're more documentary style with with stuff that you didn't see before. Yeah. Just you know additional gags and whatnot that you didn't see before, and I tend to like those more because there is more interviews and doc, you know, and with with uh, the cast about making the film and coming up with the different gags and pranks and whatever. Yeah. So I always tend to enjoy those more than just a straight through, just one after another after another. I like it because there's a little bit of a break. Right. And you find that they're. I find they're better thing. They're better gags or whatever you want to call them segments will go their better segments are actually in the point fives i think at least the ones that haven't been, weren't shown in the original but that's just me anyways uh getting back to our movie men by a24 there we go sounds more like an album <laughs> <Smile. Yeah. laughs> uh, push <laughs> Sapphire by the or push by the by Sapphire. There we go. It's like that. <laughs> Precious. There we go. Based on the book Push by Sapphire. That's what it's called. All right. Anyways, um, so yeah, <laughs> basically the movie Men is about a young woman that goes on a solo vacation to the English countryside following the death of her ex-husband. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Y-E-S-H. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so Jesse Buckley, who at Academy Award nominated Jesse Buckley from The Lost Daughter, who I thought was exceptional in that film. Uh, plays Harper. Rory Kinnear, which if anybody that watched Penny Dreadful will recognize him from that from that TV show. Or if you've watched the Daniel Craig Bond series, he played Tanner, which is like M's right-hand person uh, throughout that entire series. And uh, then I think it's Payapa S.E.U.D.U. I practiced that last night when I was looking up the cast. I was like, I need to practice this now because I'm going to have to say it tomorrow. Yeah. And then Gail Rankin, if you watched uh, the show Glow, Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling on Netflix, she was a uh, Sherry the Wolf, so one of my favorite characters on that show. Um, and that's, I mean, other than a couple of small other characters, that's really it. Because Rory Kinnear basically pulls a Mike Myers and plays like eight different characters. Yeah. In fact, they have one kid, uh, Zach Rothera Oxley, who basically is just the body of the kid Samuel, and then the you know, digitally put Roy Kinnear's face over it. Yeah, it was like that's an extra creep factor to that. Yeah, I think I think that's when I started like, okay, even though the what was it the, the pastor, I mm-hmm. I didn't even know it was him there. Like it took me a minute to realize that. <laughs> but they then did I saw an the amazing kid. job. Yeah, hair and makeup. Then I saw the creepy kid. I'm like, okay, yeah, something's off about this movie. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> No, I loved it. Um, basically, so 
what had happened was <laughs> Jesse Buckley's in a abusive relationship and she's trying to leave, but her husband essentially threatens her mm-hmm. and some things happen and he ends up passing away. But she does drive to this English countryside to try and grieve and try and start over and try and focus on herself. And, but yet she's still doing work like, all right, you know, try and get her mind off of things, I suppose. So she rents this beautiful, beautiful house when they say 500 years old, I think. Like probably pre Shakespeare. He's like, it's around Shakespeare's time, maybe even before. Yeah. Beautiful house. Um, Next to a small little village. I mean, it's yeah, it's way out there. Uh, cell phone rece- reception is kind of spotty, but yet they have Wi-Fi, ish. <laughs> and uh, she, you know, in true A twenty four fashion, it's very beautiful to look at. Uh, there's a lot of rich colors because that's what A twenty four is good at, supplying a lot of. It's having their making sure their movies look beautiful and are lush. There we go. That's the word. Lush colors, not only inside this this little cottage, but also whenever she goes on a walk in the woods. Apparently, this is an A twenty four thing where people have to be in the woods at some point. I was texting yeah. you about it. I said I'm waiting for her to walk in the woods and either run into the Green Knight, <laughs> the Tree Knight from the Green Knight which I thought I was going to see there for a minute. Um, Evelyn and her daughter fighting it out. <laughs> one of the, one in the multiverses. Yes. <laughs> or going back to uh, Alex Garwin, who did write and direct this, going back to his first movie, Ex Machina, <laughs> and then running into Ava, <laughs> the Ava, the Android, or well, the AI at least. Yeah. Uh, Walking in the like, I'm just waiting for it to run in somebody like that. Like, I'm waiting for the supercut of everybody just kind of mm-hmm. <laughs> winding up in the woods together. And it turns out it's the same woods, but yeah. because it is the multiverse, the A24 multiverse, you know, Evelyn and her daughter are screwing everything up because of the stupid bagel. Stan <laughs> bagel again. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Different timelines. Yes. But this movie, but yeah, basically she goes on a walk to try and get some peace. It rains, so you could kind of see the metaphor of, you know, renewal, starting mm-hmm. fresh, you know, uh, washing away her past and starting something new. So this is where my glasses come into play because it makes me sound smart talking about this movie. <laughs> <laughs> and she comes across, and this is in the trailer, we're, and we promise we're not going to spoil anything because we feel like if you are going to go see this, you already know what you're in for, so the ending will be... Will be nothing, course. yeah. Proper the course for this, for uh, for this production company, yeah. <laughs> and probably tops. We'll go. I I think I'm with you. <clears throat> tops as far yeah. as ending. <laughs> but yeah, so she winds up at this kind of bridge, um, tunnel, I guess, waterway tunnel, mm-hmm. and she, you know, decides to try and do the little echo thing by going. Oh, you know, doing these different tones and listening to it echo back and then kind of getting playing with the, uh, with the melody and everything Mm -hmm. until she sees a figure get up 
and then starts running towards her. And then she's like, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> Which honestly, Smart. same, same, yeah. same sister. Yeah. But then she does miss where she, the direction that she came. She misses. She, she, she goes straight when she meant to take a right. Correct. <laughs> And then winds up at another waterway thing that's been closed off and is now having to do nature and climb, <laughs> climb a bluff and then a small, albeit a small one, and uh, trying to escape that way. And uh, comes across these like abandoned, like almost like a farm, farmhouse, couple of like farmhouse or stable maybe. Yeah. And then she decides to take a picture and then what's there? Naked dude. Yeah, like, with scar with scars and all kinds of stuff. There's yeah, there before. Yeah, I was like, Whoa. I was like, oh, Victor Zaz is in this. It's like all <laughs> kinds of scars everywhere, all over him. Yeah, he's only got one gun instead of two. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she 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 doesn't really think anything of it because she runs away and he's kind of yeah. leaves her alone. Until like fast forward the next day and she's, you know, it's interspurting. Uh, there are shots where there's like flashbacks of arguments her and her ex are having and um, aftermath of everything. And just her really trying to find a way to handle her grief right. and find some sort of, uh, Resolve, I guess. I don't I forget what they call that. Closure. That's what they call that. There we go. Some sort of closure on this matter. And just she's have she's struggling with it. And so she's on the phone with some, I guess, with work related stuff. And then naked dude shows up again and is trying to get in the house. Yeah. So she has to call the police and the naked guy, the police officer all look like the person that's she's renting the house from. Yeah. And you start seeing that all, (laughs) yeah. And you're starting to see how all of these, how essentially all the men in this village all look the same. Yeah. And including the little boy. Creepy little boy. Yep. Creepy little dude. So, and then it's just about, it's about just how, She's just trying to mind her own business. The men just will not leave her alone. True. Hmm. I mean, I believe that's some women's experience. I think that's a lot of women's experience. Yeah. Yeah. It's It's like they just want to be there. She goes to the tavern, just wants to get a drink. The person that she's renting the the cottage from is trying to buy her a drink for her. She's like, no, really, I can pay for my own. It's fine. I don't need you to pay for me. And he's like, no, 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 I insist, you know, English, you know, blah, blah, you know, comes with some excuse. And she just finally gets tired of it and just lets him do it. And then, you know, the barkeep looks just like the, you know, like everybody else, the two other dudes that are just sitting there quietly. Yeah. All, you know, all facially look just like everybody else. Police officer that, you know, assisted in, you know, arresting the naked guy. Yeah. Just like everybody else. And it's weird, like we as the audience, fig- you know, we're seeing it, but she's just—it's not registered for her. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, it's just see, like she's not making any type of like she's aware that they all look alike. Like she's having that moment of, you know what? And that never happens with her. Like, yeah. 
just she just sees him as whoever I'm guessing. Yeah, that was a creepy scene. <laughs> yeah, it was. I mean, in in the fact that you just you're seeing the visual. There's a lot of visual metaphors. Yeah, you know, in this film, and it's really interesting when you stop and think more about it. And that's why I told you I was going to need to sleep on this movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I could think about it and want to process. And, uh, <laughs> that's it. I, I, yeah. I'm like, I am still not sure about this movie, but the more I think about it, the more that I, 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 I enjoyed the movie and the messaging behind it yeah, more I than like I, <laughs> more than I, but it's not one that I, it's definitely not one I want to rewatch anytime soon. No. Um, maybe, maybe further down the road. Um, Hereditary's kind of been that way for me too, though. It's like that movie was yeah. just so messed up that I'm like, oh, it's not really rewatchable. <laughs> Honestly, Midsummer shouldn't be, but yet I've seen it like four times now. I'm like, I can't help, I can't stop myself because yeah. I feel like there's there's just stuff that I miss in that that I feel like I I I want to try and decode. I guess like there's hidden little mysteries in it to help me figure out the end. You know how we get from the beginning to the end. Yeah, um, this one kind of makes Hereditary and Midsummer like a walking apart. <laughs> true story. <laughs> in a way. True story. Yeah. And I think too, when we, you know what, I would, I would love to get a, uh, a women's point of view after seeing this movie. Cause I mean, it's a little bit, I mean, it's, I mean, if it's creepy, for, this movie is creepy for us. I can't even imagine what it's like from a, female perspective you know watching this yeah you know what i mean like how much more horrific it is to watch something like this they probably experience yeah i mean more than like more than likely but also because they've experienced it they probably don't want to go see a movie like this so but i still would love to get um a woman's perspective on on this movie instead of just having two dudes trying to guess what you know i mean we have an idea we can at least from what we've what has been pointed out to us and what we've been able to deduce from watching this film um the different uh metaphors being shown yeah but i, I think you put it best this movie is just basically about you know in its at its core it's about how all men are the same i think is how you kind of worded it or at least yeah. a part. Of, at least a part in this movie shows that, you know. Yeah. That. I mean, I think and in a way it's true. It just kind of comes down to our decisions. I but think so we too. Are, we are the yeah. same. Just we just make different just, decisions. Exactly. Some of us make better decisions than others. Yes. Some of us had the forethought to, and I, while that movie, this movie shows that, you know, in the end, I just think it comes back to upbringing. You know how you were raised. Yeah. I mean. You know, because like if you're raised to treat people a certain way, that's right. If that's what you're you used probably, to, that's what you're yeah, it's probably what you, how you're gonna. So mm, that's just me. But this movie does show that you know, just at least a visual metaphor of of how in the end, you know, all these men, at least in at least in, in, her, in, yeah, in her, her situation, <laughs> yes, yeah. in her experience, all men are the same. Um. But this is a really messed up way to try and to try and overcome. It's not very subtle. No. <laughs> do you think? Do you think too? This movie also kind of deals with guilt as well. 
Yeah, I mean, because I was looking at it like this is a hell of a therapy session for her. <laughs> right? I mean, it is. It's an hour and 40 minute, <laughs> a rated R hour and 40 minute therapy session. Yeah. <laughs> it is whew, for everybody. Because I was exhausted when I got out. I walked out to my car and go, God, I'm exhausted after this. <laughs> and I didn't do shit. So I'm sitting there. Because, like, my, my post when I said, well, nothing like starting your day off with a 24 movie. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'd actually posted that that morning but i forgot i I had it was private for some reason so i didn't actually post it till later and i meant to add like man uh it might might not have been the best way to start my morning exactly (laughs) exactly and you're like in hindsight yeah yeah it's like maybe my wordy wasn't great yeah i like the movie but like man yeah at the end i was just because it was me and four other girls that were Mm -hmm. In theater, and um, they were just like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> At certain oh. points, it's like, "Wow!" So, yeah. So four girls and the guy watching men. <laughs> yeah, See? they thought didn't leave See? me. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, your situation was a lot better than me. I was just one guy in an empty theater watching men. So nine o'clock on a Sunday night. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, yeah. um no this it's so alex garwin who wrote and directed this movie also uh also directed the movie ex machina that was his first a20 venture in the a24 back when a24 was still fairly new yeah uh so i went back and watched ex machina this morning before we recorded because you know i'm trying to trying to seem uh trying to get on it and be like, okay, let me go back and watch this and see how this, see his progression. So Ex Machina came out 2014. It's rated R. It's an hour and 48 minutes long. Uh, for those that haven't watched it yet, I would def highly recommend this one. You can watch currently, you can watch it on uh, Showtime. A young programmer is selected to participate in a groundbreaking experiment in synthetic intelligence by evaluating the human qualities of a highly advanced humanoid uh, AI. It's got Alicia uh, Vikander as Ava, Donald Gleason as Caleb, a.k.a. General Hux from Star Wars movies, uh, and Oscar Isaac as Nathan, and only Nathan, no other personalities <laughs> in this one. And those are the, your three main characters. There's a couple of literally just a couple other characters much like men this one's very isolated it's very few very small cast uh whereas men focused you know he alex garland chose to focus on man's relationship with women or i guess may possibly the other way around but mm. but with each other we'll say you know from a human aspect how from with one gender to the other it's how that relationship is you know, focusing on that kind of relationship, whereas Ex Machina focuses on man's relationship with technology and with artificial intelligence, but also still dealing with because they're all all the AIs, or, you know, because the AI is also female. It's still also dealing with how we men and women, but women, but instead of women as women, women as and artificial intelligence. So it's very interesting that he focuses kind of on that 
And then his next one is Annihilation, which focuses on, we won't say man, we'll just say human. Uh, basically, uh, how humans, basically, uh, their relationship with the environment. Because it's more, I mean, because Annihilation really is kind of an has a lot of environmental undertones under it, even though it's more sci-fi, you know, about a group of female-led researchers going into this kind of dome-type thing that Wanda is not <laughs> making the town out of, but uh, or hypnotizing a town, but basically this this area where there's different animals and different interactions with the environment and how they deal with that. But also maybe a little bit of alien stuff in there. But still also focusing on how they deal with each other and the relationships with each other. So it's really interesting that he folks that he's kind of just testing everything. He's focusing man versus machine, man versus the environment, and now man we could just say man or women, uh, with each other. But in this <clears throat> in the case of this movie, it's man versus women. And those relationships and it's very interesting that this movie comes out during this time in which there's so much spotlight on on women and what they what freedoms they have with their bodies and men trying essentially men trying to take away that freedom a bunch of old men <laughs> old white men right. trying to take away that freedom from them and one creepy kid <laughs> yep and one creepy kid um Several creepy kids in Congress. But anyways, um, yeah. <clears throat> one always got voted out, so we don't have to worry about him. Um, but yeah, it's very it's very interesting. This comes out during this time, which I don't I'm curious how this is going to. How this is going to. Perform at the box office, because there's so much of a focus on this issue right now in society, yeah. how willing the public wants to go out to see a movie in which women again are essentially being treated horribly and you know, their fight to again, literally for freedom in this from the, to leave the house and not be harassed. So it's, I'm curious how it, how it's going to work. Um, I think it may do better streaming when it goes to streaming because people find it on there and then they can watch it. And what's there's something else, you know, whenever at their own choosing instead of, like okay, well maybe I'm ready to watch this now. Right. So theater. <laughs> yeah. You know, sit at least watching at home. If it gets a little you, much, you can take a break and then you can take back. a break, or you can go do other things while you're yeah. watching. Yeah. If you miss something, this might be for the best. Now, we've talked. To, there is a scene in which I I'm not going to give it away, but well it doesn't give any context so i can still say it i feel like it's not giving really anything away but there's a scene in the movie we know that i don't do eyes when it comes to movies and really just in general i don't like seeing like leeches on eyes or needles going into eyes in movies i know it's all fake i don't care i still don't doesn't yeah. mean i still want to see I mean, it's still it's still it's creepy just, stuff yes yeah. so i found out a new thing and even the one scene where the, that involves an eye in this um yeah. Didn't freak me. Yeah, it's nothing. I was like, okay, that's actually kind of interesting. Already messed up, so <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's kind of kind of interesting. Um, but there's a scene in which there are feet coming out of a mouth, 
and I never thought I would that would get to me. I'm like, I, this is not something I was expecting to see ever <laughs> at all, ever. And now I'm seeing it, and I'm like, yeah, I don't think I need to see this. <laughs> I'm like, hmm, I'm going to add that to the list with eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Feet coming mouth, out of mouth. I don't need to see that. So, again, it gives you no context to anything else that is occurring in that movie. But there are some there are some weird things because this is is a very interesting. It is and it, again, it's art because it's beautifully shot. The story is very interesting. The acting is amazing. I mean, Jesse Buckley, good night, girl. <laughs> she, yeah. I mean, she puts on a performance. She's great in it. And Rory Kinnear's excellent as just and he and it's not. He's not like sinister, like twirling a on a uh, handlebar mustache kind of sinister yeah. but it's just just looks and just the emotions he's not showing just makes it so much creepier <laughs> so, like i said i'm probably gonna need to take about six months or yeah. longer before i watch it again yeah but it's it is but it, it is an amazing film yeah, like I do I mean, want to watch it. Is, it is. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's just going to take some time to. Yeah, <laughs> and it's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Absolutely beautiful. And the score was great and incorporated the whole echoing down the you know the tunnel. It incorporates yeah. that into the score later on and just beautiful all around. So, no, we, I, I enjoyed the movie. I liked it. It's not one I'm going to rewatch, but. I did end up, you know, coming to the decision. I really like it, especially when I go back and look at his other work and just seeing how it fits in. And I go, yeah, this is the natural progression of his filmmaking and exploring these different. Yeah. And exploring these. Yeah. And just exploring these themes. I really. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm curious what he's going to do next. Men's uh, men versus aliens. Animals. No, I don't know. Because we already did environmental, so I guess animals will probably be next. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Andro- an android shark? An AI shark? Nah, we don't need that. A female AI shark? <laughs> the next Sharknado movie? <laughs> you just want something with shark. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just thinking this. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad that the next A24 movie that's coming out is Marcel the Shell with shoes on. Because that... I'm really hoping there's no twist to that movie because <laughs> it looks so cute and wholesome. And I'm like, this is a 24. I don't, I don't know. I, don't know I mean, I've seen, I've seen some, yeah. I mean, they've got some normal movies like, come on, come on. was pretty yep. normal. Yep. Zola was kind of normal ish Un- <laughs> in a way. Un- yeah. Uncut gems, but, but no twists. Yeah. There yeah. wasn't no like creepy twists yeah. like this. Right, right, right. Yeah. But I don't Freaking. know. I don't trust him. I don't trust him. <laughs> uh, Watch your six. This, this right here is like, yeah. <laughs> Gotta go in ready. Yeah. Uh, it starts off as a normal movie. Hey, this woman's just trying to, to grieve and get things back together while doing some work. And then it's like, oh, wait, let me turn this knob up. <laughs> exactly. It's like, oh, shoot, did you all hit something? No, no. It's like, I thought this was going to be just a this, normal movie. Nope. Nah. No, this, this is, no, they've done messed up the multiverse with a... With the damn bagel, it's, it's just like, <laughs> we just gone. We've gone to the whole new realm now. It's like, do you not know who we are? Yeah. <laughs> Say my name. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to our second feature, 
aka family movie night <laughs> a much more wholesome movie <laughs> much more family friendly yeah god bless uh this is gonna help clean cleanse me <laughs> talking about this we also watched chippendale rescue rangers on disney plus that dropped friday rated pg with an hour and 37 minutes runtime perfect 30 years after their popular television show ended chipmunks chip and dale live very different lives when a cast member from the original series mysteriously disappears the pair must reunite to save their friend uh, directed by akivia schaefer voice featuring the voice talents of andy sandberg as dale John Mulaney as Chip, Kiki Lane as Ellie, Will Arnett as, uh, sorry, Kiki Lane is actually acting, acting, not voice acting. That need to clear that up. Yeah. Uh, also, voice, uh, the voices of Will Arnett, Eric Bana, Flula Borg, Dennis Haysbert, King of Michael Key, Tress McNeil, Tim Robinson, Seth Rogen, J.K. Simmons, Devon McDonald, Kivia Schaefer, the director, <laughs> uh, Rachel Bloom, and yeah, I mean, Chris Parnell, Jim Cummings, Stephen Curtis Chapman, <laughs> random Christian singer as the voice of Baloo, but okay, here we are. Uh, Alan Oppenheimer, Charles Fleischer, I just, all-star cast. Of actors and one guy, yes, aka as aka President Palmer from 24, aka Sereno needs hats for bats. <laughs> Love Dennis Haysburg. Um, so basically, yeah, they after the show ends, you know, Dale goes on to to make to make uh 00 Dale like a 007 movie, but by himself, you know, Chip's gets hurt because it's not, you know, they're not making things together and it ends the series and they're having to now, and he gets a, the, one of my favorite jokes is that Dale gets a CGI upgrade or like a yeah. facelift. So instead of a facelift, it's a CGI lift. Yeah. So, which I think is hilarious. I love that this movie toys with the different mediums. It toys yeah. with, Traditional animation with CGI, with claymation, and with puppets. Because you yeah. get a couple of Muppet puppets. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that Disney not only really goes all out as far as... It's like, okay, well, you know what? They kind of toyed with it with Ron's Gone Wrong, where they it was a Fox animated you know movie, but they incorporated stuff from Disney. Like the mm -hmm. Super stuff, Star Wars stuff, into it because it's all one giant conglomerate now. So it's I liked how they basically did that with this movie now too, because they took all the Fox properties that were animated, which also includes your Comedy Central, your Cartoon Network. I mean, it all that stuff now gets added in there. So all your TV show animators also get or animation also gets put in there. Yep. MTV animation also almost forgot about that. Yeah. So like all that gets all these little, whether they have a speaking role or whether it's just some like 
cool little cameo in the background or on a billboard or on something like that it's still funny or just something you just see within a like two or three seconds you just kind of pull a leo meme and you're pointing at the screen going "Ooh, that is (laughs) yeah Yeah, it's just it's really cool and it's i just love it it made me uh i was like you know what i'm really enjoying this (laughs) you know i'm like i'm enjoying this what they're doing with this and it you know i'd sit when you were kind of on the fence about watching this or like you know i'm not really want not sure about watching i'm like no dude this is going to be as close as we're going to get to a roger rabbit movie where it incorporates uh actual acting with animator with animation and it's a mystery trying to find the thing which in this case the thing is monterey jack which is in the trailer monterey jack goes missing there's a villain that is taking cartoon characters, animated characters, and basically kidnapping them and then putting them in a machine and making them essentially knockoff characters and then yeah. shipping them overseas to be in knockoff films. So so instead of, uh, what was one? It was not Beauty and the Beast. It was Beauty and the Hairy Dog or something like that or something Something like that. Something like that. But the character, like the animation's off and it's really weird. So I love it because to me, that's, you know, kind of a, kind of a swipe at these movies that are trying, they're using like the same font as say like guardians of the galaxy, but it's like guardians of something, something I'm not going to say of Gahul, the owls of whatever, but, (laughs) but you know what I mean? But you know that they're going to use that font and use a similar kind of poster to try and get people to rent the movie at like Redbox or somewhere and yeah. uh, you know, and be like, you think you're watching this? Haha, we fooled you. We're now we're watch you're watching this, which is not the same, but we're trying to do the same. Kind of like some of the movies from the Asylum Company where they had their Fast and Fierce, where it's a knockoff of Fast and yes. Furious. Or um there was the Doom knockoff. I forgot what that one was called. I watched it. It was like the only good thing they got Sean Young in it. I'm like, yeah. how, did they, how did they get her to do this? <laughs> exactly. Like they tell her, oh, we're doing we're doing a Dune movie too. Come on. Mm-hmm. And by the time she got there, it was too late. <laughs> like I got to finish this. It's like, um, damn, signed that contract, didn't I? Yeah. Crap. Fool me once. <laughs> yeah, it was it was it was better than I thought. Better than I was expecting. I and I liked that. So the plot was interesting because it's something that hadn't been done. It's so it's new and they were able to bring back the nostalgia of the Chippendale Rescue Rangers show, which I don't know if you watched growing up. Even I watched that and I thought I'd age out, but it was after I got home from school. So it was like Rescue Rangers, Tailspin. Yep. I forgot what else. Um, DuckTales. DuckTales, Darkwing Duck. Yes. All that. So it that's kind of in that sweet spot right before I kind of quit watching all that mm-hmm. and so this was perfect because it was just fun like it was just all around fun grayson really enjoyed it ruth liked it too i loved it because it was fr- a fresh take and there's like it's hard to get mad at this movie i guess is a good way to put it like it's hard to find something wrong because if you find something wrong you're looking to find something wrong yeah it's not something that's like blatantly staring at you you know what i mean no it's in, you know, I can nip, you can find things to nitpick. I'm like, well, that's just silly. Why would they do that instead of doing, 
No, they're just it's fan service. They're doing something new. I mean, yeah. they're kind of they make they kind of poke fun at themselves, you know, at the at themselves at times. Yeah. And yeah, go ahead. It just there's a episode of Chip and Dale that's referenced later in the movie, and it just like so I watched the trailer again, and I noticed the different voices. So I watched pulled up an episode just to catch the voice, and my sister's got access to my account, so she's been showing my niece it. So the episode that I pulled up and was watching to hear the voices happens to be the episode that was referenced in this. Oh, that's I'm awesome. Like, <laughs> I'm like, wow, what are the odds of that? Exactly. <laughs> so so I like that. That yeah, that was cool. And it's just yeah, and just the cameos left and right, like at, they were at a convention, so you're seeing people dressed up as as and looking like just like, you know, different cartoons, either Disney or Fox, or you know, like I said, Cartoon Network, or not Cartoon Network, uh, Comedy Central, Comedy Central, MTV, different things, and so they literally had something for everybody for all ages, because the younger kids are not going to get stuff from Comedy Central animated shows or MTV animated shows. The older kids might if they're yeah. watching. Parents definitely will, and they'll like that. So. I appreciate their attention to detail to try and add some things in for, you know, for the older audience watching this with their kids. And yeah, it's just fun. Like it, it's not, it's just fun. Yeah. It's just a fun movie to watch. I definitely recommend watching this. I wasn't like super excited about it, but I was like, Oh good. A kid's movie coming out. At first I thought it was going to be a show. Like I legit thought it was a show. When you said a movie, I'm like, that was a series. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. And no, it's full on movie. So I'm like, all right, no, sweet. This is what we're watching. And we would have watched it outside, but you know, rain. Yeah. Uh, so we watched it inside. So of course, Grayson's like, well, can we watch it outside tomorrow? <laughs> watch the same movie outside. Eh, we'll see how it is No, more yeah. rain. So no, uh, yeah. What a fun movie. I kind of wish I would have watched that after watching it, but you know, time would just didn't work out. Palette cleanser. Yeah. An amazing palette cleanser. Um, yeah. Uh, so I don't really have much more about that. You? Um, just some of the posters that they were showing when Chip was walking. The Mr. Doubtfire. Oh, yeah. And the Batman vs. E.T. Oh, yeah. I want to see that. Yes. <laughs> I want to see that. That would be uh, even Even if it's just a 15-minute thing. Right. Um, like a made film. And then I could tell J.K. Simmons was having fun with this, especially toward the end. I'm like, yeah, yeah he's having a ball in that sound booth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's playing Commissioner Gordon, but Gumby. A yeah. Gumby. He was playing a Gumby Commissioner Gordon. Like how he took evidence and peeled it off. <laughs> so yep. It's in the lab. <laughs> it's the like, all right. Yeah, that was pretty funny. So, yeah. I mean, I'd actually watch this again. I don't I don't say that a lot about a lot of movies. Mm-hmm. And so for, for one that I wasn't really wanting to watch. Yeah. Because, you know, you, you gave good kudos to it then i started seeing other people talk about how this movie shouldn't have been as good as it was and i'm seeing memes i'm like i don't know where this is coming from so as i'm watching i'm like oh now i get the references yep and uh and i was texting with our good friend uh zach schaefer friend of the pod uh from two dollar late fee and i told him i said uh you know i said we uh I said, hey, we were watching this. If you haven't had a chance to watch it, he said, yep, we watched it last night and felt the same thing. 
about being about as close to a Roger Rabbit film as you're going to get right now. So, yep. Yeah. <clears throat> it's just cool seeing all the different animation, old school Disney animation style. Yep. Hand drawn CGI, and then the clay, clay motion, like yep. you said. I was, and it was incorporated well. Yeah. And yeah, like it was all one. supposed to be there. Not like this is like, yeah, out of the ordinary. Like it's all is, makes sense in this universe. Like in this world, this all makes sense. One human character to kind of balance it out a little bit. Yep. So, but I was kind of like, so Chip has a pet dog. I wonder how that works. Exactly. <laughs> Not trying to eat him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's worth watching. Yeah, for sure. Take it from someone that wasn't wanting to in the beginning. Exactly. Uh, definitely great. I don't even think it matters what age. I think York would like this if he actually sat down and watched it. I think he would yeah. be like, okay, you know what? I do like, yeah. He'd be like you. He'd be like, all right, I wasn't on board at first, but after watching it, yeah, I'm sold. Yeah. Um, real quick before you get into your movie, I just want to give go ahead and give my quick two cents on uh, The Lost City, which is mm-hmm. on Paramount+. Plus. Like I got that right, because I've been getting confused between Peacock and Paramount. What's on what? So I believe this one yeah. is on Paramount Plus. I finally watched The Lost City, and I absolutely loved it. It's a perfect rom com, uh, for sure. Uh, I told Ruth you'll love it. You just need to sit down and watch it. I'll happily watch it again. Uh, Channing Tatum, hilarious. Sandra mm-hmm. Bullock, great. Uh, Brad Pitt, wish he was in more of the movie, or there's they do a spinoff of just his character. Um, loved yeah. him also. And Daniel Radcliffe basically played the same character from Now You See Me Too. Like same same haircuts and facial hair. I feel like they just copied and pasted him into this movie <laughs> as the villain. But he's great. And it's just, there's a lot of great humor. It's, it's uh, silly and just fun. And I don't, I texted you after I watched this and said, I don't understand why this didn't come out during the summer because yeah. this is such a great, this is a perfect summer movie because there's not a lot of comedy movies coming out this summer. There just isn't. It's either going to be your action. It's it's mainly going to be your action popcorn movies or it's going to be horror. And that's really about it. There's yeah. no, in a few kids movies, but there's really no just comedy movies that that used to come out when like you and i were kind of pulling the back in our day type thing but seriously uh, but seriously like in the <laughs> yeah. eight, i mean you could think about all your favorite 80s movies and i guarantee they probably came out either during the summer or in the winter more than likely they probably came out during the summer same thing yeah. in the 90s and then yeah. it slowly kind of faded out for whatever reason and we've kind of and that kind of that, wrong that time sucks. yeah <laughs> Or they're just going straight to streaming. I'm like, well, kid, if you don't think, I mean, granted, comedies don't usually make a whole lot of money, but they also don't cost a whole lot of money to make. True. So, I don't know. This, I think this would have been, if this were to drop like next week, or at least, well, no, two weeks. In two weeks, if it were to, if it were to drop the first week in June, there we go. June, if it were to drop June 3rd, I think it would do amazing. But it came out in like March, I think. Yeah, they just kind of dropped the ball there, or they yeah. didn't. They didn't think. They probably just what didn't have a lot of confidence in it. That's what I think. That I guess, but it. I mean, 
I loved it. Um, yeah, I'll Good. easily rewatch this one. It's going to be one of my new favorites. Yeah. So check it out. All right, I'm done. All right. <clears throat> so I finally checked out All the Old Knives, which is on Prime. It originally released April 8th of this year, an hour and 41 minutes. So pretty much everything we've watched is kind of under two hours. Um, directed by Janice Metz, and it stars Chris Pine as Henry Pelham. You have Tandaway Newton as Celia Harrison slash Favreau, Lawrence Fishburne, Jonathan Price, and uh, David Dawson. <clears throat> and it's about two CI agents and ex-lovers who are brought back together years after a failed rescue attempt and forced to blur the lines between profession and passion in this deeply riveting tale of global espionage, moral dilemma, and deadly betrayal. One thing I'll say, even though it's an hour and 41 minutes, it did feel longer, which is not necessarily saying a bad thing. You know, it just I just felt like it was a longer movie, like two hours, a little over two hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so basically there's a... Um, a hijacking that takes place on a on a plane after it lands and pretty much everybody's everybody dies. The hijackers, the whole um the passengers, the staff, everyone. But apparently there was a mole that leaked out some information. And so even though that situation happened at the time, eight years later, they're bringing it back up because they're trying to figure out who the mole was. Right. And so that's when they send Chris Pine in to talk to Two of their prime suspects, which is Bill Compton and Tenway Newton's character, Celia Harrison, who's now married with kids and has moved on, basically. And so they meet up at this restaurant, which is a wine only place. And they talk for like, like, it's like it's daylight when they start talking about in the movie, it's dark. And I'm like, you got a whole husband and kids at home. Like, yeah. <laughs> and I forgot what her cover was to leave. I think because like. Like maybe she's um I don't know if she works in ballet or something about some some running yeah. and so she leaves and um, they're just basically re- reminiscing on their relationship that day when everything kind of went wrong where they kind of they dropped the ball on saving those people and just trying to get to the bottom of who leaked what <laughs> and it's some time jumping you know they go eight years later go they come back to the eight years before even mm-hmm. two weeks when he talks to Bill Compton. Um, there's a, a reveal or twist at the end and which kind of makes it worth watching. Cause at first I was like, man, I don't know where this is going. And then when this happens, like, okay, I'm, I'm cool on it now. Um, like, I don't want to, it's kind of hard to talk about it cause I don't want to give it away. Yeah. But, but I enjoyed it. I was worried <laughs> until the reveal happened. I was like, okay, now everything's kind of making sense on why all this, what happened. And, um, if you've got prom, I suggest, you know, check it out. If you got nothing nothing to do and just put it on. And then maybe once you get to that point, yeah, you'll go back and start thinking about other things in the movie. Um but I liked it. I like Tandaway Newton. Like ever since I saw her in the movie Flirt, I've been a fan. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, Chris Pond does well. Lawrence Fishburne's not in it a lot, but yeah. But he's there, <laughs> you know, doing his he gets doing a paycheck. His, <laughs> yeah. He's in it. Um <clears throat> But I thought it was pretty good. So kind of a nice who done it type plot. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Nice. All right, uh real quick trailers. Literally just dropped today. Oh, and finally now have as of two hours ago, now we now have a date. Because <laughs> I didn't have that before we started. Um 
recording, but looks like the uh, new Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1 trailer has dropped. It is set to come out July 14th, 2023. So tentatively in pencil, <laughs> put that on your calendar. <laughs> Uh, as we have learned the past, about say if we've learned anything in the past two years, put it in pencil, don't put it in pen. No, unless it's erasable. Yep, exactly. <laughs> uh, God, I miss I miss I miss those days. Yeah, the pens with the erasers on it. Magic. They got some new ones. It's got kind of like a harder rubbery eraser. Mm-hmm. Works a little better. Okay. Depending on how long, it, like at some point, the ink becomes permanent, so yeah, you don't want to let it sit too long, but. Gotcha. Works pretty well. Cool. Good to know. Yeah. Pro tip. Pro tip from Patrick. Yep. <laughs> I give any brand names, but yeah, you'll, you'll see it. There you go. <laughs> um, directed by again by Christopher McQuarrie. Starring Tom Cruise. Guess how old Tom Cruise will be this year on July third? Sure, he's in the sixties, right? Or is he seven? Is he pushing seventy now? He will be sixty this year. 60. Okay. So he was born sixty-two. So he will be 60. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's still uh, going to be running. It, and guess what? That's in the trailer. Don't worry. Don't worry. Young. That's in the trailer. Yep. Exactly. Uh, also starring Haley Atwell joining the crew on this one. So Ooh. Captain Carter is <laughs> Captain Agent Carter. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Rebecca Ferguson, Ferguson returning. Mantis will be joining. Palm oh, uh, Vanessa Kirby. So, uh, Leaving the Hobbs and Shaw realm and jumping over to Mission Impossible. Uh, Simon Pegg return, returning. Carrie Yules will be uh, joining. Shea Wiggum. Indira Varma. Mark Gettis. Uh, Isaiah Morales. Bing Rames returning. Rob Delaney. Uh, let's see here. Henry. Sh- I'm going to try and get this right. I think it's pronounced Chesnery. C Z. E-R-N-Y, Chesnery. Uh, as returning as from his original role from the very first Mission Impossible as Eugene Kittredge. And uh, let's see here. I believe that is it as far as returning characters. Yep. So, yeah. So it is the seventh entry in the long-running Mission Impossible series. So part one means there's a part two. And then I think it's after. I think that's it after it. I think they're closing that chapter of uh, the Ethan Hunt Mission Impossible. So, so that means they'll reboot it with somebody else. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe not as Ethan Hunt, but maybe another. Exactly, agent. it's a different agent. Yeah, why not? Be, it's the best. Yep, that's what I think. If you're gonna do it, go that route. Just different agent. Yeah, exactly. Uh, let's see here, and then. Because we're hurting for new material, they are uh, coming to HBO Max, a remake of Father of the Bride. This will be the third remake, or the second remake, the third, yeah, iteration of Father of the Bride. Uh, Coming out June 16th to HBO Max, Uh, a father's... Coming to grips with his daughter's upcoming wedding through the prism of multiple relationships with a big, sprawling Cuban-American clan. Starring Andy Garcia. 
and Chloe Feynman from Saturday Night Live, Gloria Estefan, Enrique Mercchiano, if you watched Without a Trace on TV many years back, he was on that, uh, Diego Bonetta, Laura Haring, Isabella Merced, if you watched the Dora the Explorer movie, she was Dora, uh, Adria Ajorna. So, June 16th on the HBO Max, if you have enjoyed that. Um, and then one you sent me the trailer of is uh, Idris Alba's new one, 3,000 Years of Longing. A lonely scholar on a trip to Istanbul discovers a Dijin who offers her three wishes in exchange for her freedom, for his freedom. Starring Idris Alba as the genie, Tilda Swinton, Angie Tricker, let's see, and no one else that I recognize. Uh, expected August 31st, and it looks like it's, yep, in theaters. So, looks interesting. Yep. Idris is a genie. Genie in the bottle, baby. Come, come on, let me out. <laughs> let me let out. Me out. <laughs> let me out. And then lastly, uh, coming out June 17th, My Fake Boyfriend. In the film, a young man in a tricky situation follows the, ab- the advice of his unconventional best friend and uses... Uh, Social media to create a fake boyfriend to keep his awful ex-lover out of his life. But everything backfires when he meets the real love of his life and breaking up with his fake boyfriend proves hard to do. Starting uh, Kenan Lonsdale from the Flash TV show. Dylan Sprouse. Sarah Highland from Modern Family. Bukola Ayoka. Trisha Black. Matthew Finlan. And others. So that looks like that should come to streaming, but it'll probably come to theaters. Um, directed by Rose Troche. So looks interesting. Maybe comedy, hopefully. I'm off of comedies. Yeah. Trying to get out. So, And uh, that's what we got for this week. Boom. Uh, coming out this week, the very long-awaited arrival for this plane that's been delayed for a, a whole year too and a half. <clears throat> Far too long. Top Gun Maverick finally coming out. Uh, yeah. York and I are going Tuesday to the 4DX uh, preview, I guess you could say. Early preview. That would definitely so, be the way to check it out. Yes. and Yeah. <laughs> I told him, I said, now we'll go. Just know I'm going to embarrass you because I'm wearing my Halloween Top Gun flight suit to the movie because if I'm going to wear it, I'm sure as heck going to wear it to the 4DS experience yeah. and not yeah, just for me. the IMAX one. Yeah, the... I do. I do need the Maverick helmet. I should have yes. taken it. I should have swiped it from the uh, from the barbecue place and from Kansas City Barbecue in uh, San Diego when I was there. Like, I'll bring it back. Trust. I, I just, <laughs> I'll mail it back just, to you. Yeah, yeah. I just here's my ID. <laughs> yeah, here's my ID. I'll leave it until I can. So I'll be riding dirty forever. Yep, <laughs> exactly. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Yeah. But yeah, they, um, 
Kyle and I watched Doctor Strange and 40X this weekend, and before the movie, they showed a preview mm-hmm. scene from this movie. And I was like, man, I'm going to need to wear some some jeans with some better grip on the seat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and just, slide, I'm going to be sliding over, all over the place in that flight suit. <laughs> yeah, because when I was, wearing, I was wearing some cargo pants, and I had two two pins in my pocket. I left with yeah. one. <laughs> so glad it wasn't money, but I left with one. Right. And um, yeah, just it's it's definitely gonna rock you. <laughs> Doctor Strange almost beat me up just as bad as Shang Chi almost. <laughs> I was like, man. And I want to see that in IMAX, but I think that's probably the last weekend for IMAX since Maverick's coming out for Doctor yeah. Strange. Yeah. So I'm gonna be able to check mm-hmm. that out. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm going to get beat up, and that's fine. I'll take some ibuprofen before we go. There you go. So, be ready. Maybe you want to put a back brace on. You ain't lying there. I might actually. (laughs) I found two, so I should be good. Uh, It sucks getting old, but, you know, things, experiences like this is going to be worth it. Yes. Awesome. So, yeah, Top Gun, and then uh, for... Fans of Bob's Burger, uh, probably they're probably more excited about it. Bob's Burger movie also comes out this Friday. Checking that out too. Yep. <clears throat> so for <clears throat> all of our all of our listeners that have kids, uh, last week of school for a lot, maybe not for all. Um, good luck this summer. We'll go ahead and start that now. <clears throat> and. We hope everybody has a great week and we cannot wait to talk about Top Gun and trying to schedule our guests for that as well. So boom, boom. We will talk to y'all next week as we return to the danger zone. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed our show and have a moment, please rate and review. It helps us out a lot. Also, recommend us to someone that enjoys movies or also has kids. You can find us on Twitter at PA Movie Podcast and on Instagram at Parental underscore advisory underscore movie underscore pod. Be sure to join our Facebook group, Parental Advisory Movie Podcast, and join in on the fun.